You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. Welcome back, everybody, once again to the Area 52 podcast. Here we are. We're back again. Uh, it's a beautiful day up above. Uh, we're, on, uh, again, deep under the earth. Um, how was the elevator ride for you guys? Long and scary, yeah. Yeah, as always. Bumpy. Yeah, I don't know why we don't have, like, we it, we got a really nice facility, but we got a cranky old elevator, mm-hmm. one of those mine elevators. <laughs> Spare no expense. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, well, down here anyway. Um, but no, thank you once again for joining us. Uh, hope you enjoyed our last episode where we kind of put a big dark cloud over the Disney castle. <laughs> just in time for all of your summer vacations. Yeah. yeah to Disney to, World. And did time you plan a trip. I did see there was some, there was some headline that, uh, some Southern mom had a $6,000 trip to Disneyland planned for her whole family and she canceled it, um, because, Disney uh, released Beauty and the Beast, and one of the characters is like an openly gay character. It's like their first openly gay character, so she canceled it and said, I'm not. Sorry, kid. Christian, you're not going to Disneyland. Oh, that's so mean. Her poor kid. See how that accent helped that phrase? (laughs) She (laughs) was from the South. Y'all going to Disneyland. Here we go again. There's gay in that movie. In the the Beast movie. Here we go again. (laughs) It just has to happen. You can't help it. Hey, That's awful, he tried another, tried another. Hey, kids, you can't go to Disneyland because uh, you got gays <laughs> in a movie. That sounds weird. It only sounds good when you do it in a southern accent. I mean, I will say that, I okay, we are starting so early. <laughs> okay. We can just move past I, I was just Okay, I was just going to say, I do that think that like, did, there, were, there were tons of characters throughout movies. I mean, uh, when I grew up that were... An established gay character, yeah. yes. However, they weren't like openly. I don't know. Well, they it wasn't like, out saying they were gay, right? They weren't. Throwing, they just they had mannerisms really, that you uh, might think yeah. they were homosexual. Yeah. Well, but no, yeah, but nobody ever, nobody ever said like you know Bert and Ernie are in a relationship. Well, like, oh my gosh! To, they didn't and have when to they label did, that remember shit, that you know controversy? Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. But this character in the movie is like he's. He's an openly gay character in the movie. Like he, he's, he's he in, loves Gaston. Yeah, like he's into he's into oh, dudes. He's, oh, yeah, he really oh. is. So it's not like oh. the character's just flamboyant. It's no. not just you know, not just the frilled shirt. Mm, Paul like, Lind. No, it's oh. uh, it's the character really is uh, openly gay. So whatever. So now there's a love triangle. I don't know. I See, haven't. Seen I don't. The flip. I just don't really want to stray away too much from the original story of the Beast and the Beauty. I just want to stick with the way that it's. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think he's just kind of like a sidekick who oh, just really admires. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's trying to steal him away from oh, yeah. Okay, I'm like, listen, let's like, not change the story. I don't care <laughs> like, what your sexual orientation okay. is. Don't change the goddamn story. And not to mention, it's Beauty and the Beast, so it's kind of like bestiality anyway. So I don't know why this woman is so worried about a gay character. <laughs> yeah, let's I mean, be fair. I know it changes like, into a human, but... Humans. Human. Uh, <laughs> I will, I but yeah, there's always been interspecies m- yeah. mingling and inter. <laughs> come on, he's a beast. It's Disney, <laughs> you know, whatever animals talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, what I was going to tell you though yeah. is that one of our listeners um, commented on our Instagram, Chief Bear Glove, said that he is heading to Disneyland next week, and he was super excited to listen to this 
episode of the podcast. Well, that one, the Disneyland one. Chief, oh, nice. Chief Bear Glove. Yeah. That's Chief Bear an Glove. amazing Shout out to you, really cool Instagram handle. <laughs> I, I, really, I believe his name is Cody Hatcher. Nice. I, nope. Shout out to you, Cody. Nope. Have a fun you vacation, Cody. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, he put it on the air. It's not like he's he kept it a secret. I, I just don't know what. Please, please don't tell anybody don't my name is actually Cody. <laughs> but if my name was Chief Bear Glove, I wouldn't want people to know my name was Cody. Yeah. I'd be like, chief Bear Glove is so cool. I'm Chief Bear Glove. Why is that? Because I'm a chief and I have this glove that's a bear. That's how I imagine him, just as like almost like Lion-O's paw from Thundercats, but it's a bear hand. <laughs> no, not a little kitty paw. He's yeah. Chief fucking Bear Glove. Let's yeah. show it's the respect. Raw. Yeah, this is not a, a kitty paw at a sweater, Merlot. Um, oh, yeah, I think. Okay, and uh, another one of our listeners, Chris Gazelle, uh, who I actually know from my hometown of Price. Shout out He commented uh, saying, something interesting I heard is that nobody has actually died at any Disneyland park because they have a policy that people are taken off the property before they can be pronounced dead. Oh, that's oh, creepy. Oh, How about that? You tricky fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> that's Take them across the street. Hurry. They're dying here. <laughs> that is, we talked about part of the secret underground tunnels that are at Disneyland mm-hmm. were for medical use. Because mm-hmm. A, you can't drive, a, drive yeah, these ambulances ambulance to a in there. thousand fucking people. Right. But also, that's uh, you, you wouldn't want to see a medical emergency at Disneyland. Right. No, that would if somebody's be having a really heart attack, tragic. move them out of this, move them underground, go over there. I mean, I see it. I get it. You don't oh, want yeah. some four-year-old kid kids seeing somebody die at disneyland right. it's it's traumatic yeah so yes it, it does it help their reputation F- fucking a it does but yes that's you know what that's interesting though nice uh nice t- uh find there chris i like that that's yes. crazy um yeah that was an interesting episode this week we have um something just as interesting um it, you know it's even touched on um throughout other topics that we've had uh, things that had to do with paranormal or coincidences or things like this. But it's the idea that uh, curses exist. Now, it, we have to establish this by saying that I guess if you believe in curses, then you believe in the paranormal. You believe in a paranormal haunting or negative energy that surrounds an object, a person, a thing, or an event that then can negatively affect the lives of others like physically it can kill them cause them to have bad luck cause health issues right uh ruin their lives take their money so you have to say like all right well we have to start on all of these from the point of are they paranormal or are we saying that something bad happened to all these people let's find a connecting thread even if it's a strenuous one and I, and I think it's going to be pretty interesting because we all kind of watch the same things. We all kind of studied up on the same topics, and, but none of us have talked about our takes on those topics. So I'm going to go through a few of the things that we've done today. We're going to kind of just go through them and keep in mind, listeners, that every one of these things could probably be their own topic. You're probably going to be screaming at your, at your radio going, no, talk more about that. <laughs> and I wish we could. What we're going to do is we're going to try to mention a bunch of these. What we're going to have you guys do is tell us what you guys like, what you want to hear more about. We can do a more in-depth study on any one of these things. They were fascinating to begin with. So we're just going to start and try to kind of get through them. Because there's so many fascinating there really curses are and so stories. so many. Once you start looking it up, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. And, and some of them have become famous in the last few years. In fact, one of the most recently famous, and we can just start here um, with some of the f- more, more famous cursed objects from around the world. And uh, among them... Right now is Annabelle the doll. 
Um, I hate dolls. Yeah. I hate kind of dolls. Like all dolls. Yeah, which it's funny because in the movies, like the Conjuring and the Annabelle movies, it's, it's yeah. like this Very terrifying. So like, and it's not. It's a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah. And also actually, scary. I was going to say, and actually quite terrifying. That little yarn face. Now, the, yeah. the, the origins of Annabelle, it kind of started when a nurse um, that was given the doll in 1970 would find that the doll would kind of move around. She would either find it in different rooms oh, or Jesus. she would find it in positions like it would be leaning up against a chair, standing or sitting on the bed with its legs crossed, ah! like in weird positions. They would also find like fresh droplets of blood on it so as weird. well as handwritten notes around the house. Uh, yeah. That were the like, doll? Yeah, yeah. That said like, please help us. Things like that. Uh, was uh, it all like, what kind of handwriting was it? Was it nice handwriting? Was it like I think, well, a, a pen quill? In my was mind, it a, it's terrifying, my, scary yeah, handwriting. In, in, in like my mind, it looks like a child's handwriting, <laughs> yeah, like with a crayon. I think that's, that's probably what it was. Um, they actually called in Ed and Lorraine Warren. Everybody is familiar yes, with the Warrens. Yeah, they the, invented yes, or yes, investigated yeah. Amityville. They're, they're in the movie. They're played by Vera Farmigia and uh, Patrick Wilson in the movie. Mm-hmm. They're now movie stars, yep. the Warrens are, in, the, in multiple movies. They're crossed over. And so... They they got they got some mediums in there and believe they came in contact with the spirit of a of a dead girl named Annabelle Higgins who they believed was possessing the doll though over time it was thought the doll was actually possessed by a demon yeah and not a little girl uh, the Warrens actually now ha- own the doll you can go see it at their occult museum in Connecticut in a scary scary glass case and and apparently don't fuck with it because there is a rumor or a story that there was a, a man and his girlfriend that were there and they were tapping on the glass and kind of laughing. Yeah, don't do that to at Annabelle. Annabelle uh, and immediately left and crashed his motorcycle and died. Uh, Oops. Like oh, like almost immediately. Yeah. So now and you go, well, either that's a curse or that that kind of idiot that would come in and disrespect Annabelle is probably the also kind of guy who would drive recklessly without a helmet. Could be. That, yeah. Um there's other dolls, Robert the doll. Ugh, he's really scary looking. Yeah, he's creepy. Is he the one that they keep in that suitcase that he, they carry around? And yeah, he was. Uh, he he really rarely gets transported. And Ghost yeah. Adventures had him um, yes. when they went to the island of yeah. the dolls in yeah. Mexico oh, the doll. on That's their episode. Right. Um, the the story with him is he was uh, owned by someone named Otto in 1906. Supposedly, it was given to him by a, a Bahamian servant who allegedly practiced black magic. And Otto's parents would hear him talking to the doll, and originally they thought he would answer himself back in a different voice, like, I'm, I'm, I'm. oh, thanks, oh Robert. But eventually, over time, they believed that the, the doll was talking back to him. Oh, Jesus. That's so um, creepy. Oh, my God. The neighbors would also report seeing Robert move from window to window when the family wasn't home. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Could you fucking imagine that? You look out, and the doll's just looking out of a different window oh, at you. No. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even function with that? Um, I don't know. It has been shown in a few different locations, a few paranormal conventions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, pretty famous. But spends most of his time in a museum in Key West, Florida, where you can also go see him. Oh, <sighs> uh, I don't know. What do you think? Now, okay. Something like this. We've talked about ghosts before, and we've talked about energy. So if we're talking about it from that standpoint, is it possible that somebody's negative energy could possess an item? I mean, that's what we're thinking some of these curses are, right? Paranormal energy that surrounds an item for some reason. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's possible. Well, that's the whole, like, poppet thing with, like, voodoo and stuff. The reason they make the little dolls is to, like, put someone's energy in it. So right. So they can, like, control yeah. it. So Right. That's I why just, I don't like dolls, period. I just kind of wonder what the rules are as far as, I don't know if that's considered, like, a possession or a haunting of an item. Or if it's just, like, like, is it something that, like, if you imagine it, like, smoke, like, it just kind of like goes and is in the doll and then, like, can, like, Come out of the doll if it wants mm-hmm. to, or is it oh, just God. like forever locked in the item? I guess that would be. And if that if it is, then how did it get in there? And like, why do some spirits attach? Maybe to they an like item trap a demon in the doll. Yeah, who or, knows? But then, the, but then if they if then if it's a demon, then you have to believe in demons. Yeah, that's it, true. Rather than just just an I, energy item, I, which is I what they think know. Annabelle was possessed by. Right. Correct, a so demon. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's it was like so... a demon pretending to be a little girl. Yeah, so they so had tea weird. parties which with they say it is stuff. a characteristic of uh, demons sometimes. Yeah, they pretend a to be something else. Children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people um, like so, I mean, them, right? But I mean, Ooh, then then scary. you're then you're yeah. But then you go, what if you're a demon? Why are you a, why are you trapped in a doll? Why can't you just use yeah, your that's supernatural? What, what did you do? do? They have freedom, or are they well, locked into something? Who knows? There are, are they no cursed? Rules. I don't know. There <laughs> the are demons no are rules, cursed, unless we don't know about them, and there's rules that they're keeping from us. Yeah, um, which is okay. That's the only I thing about curses is what the, it, whether it's like okay, is this paranormal? Is this fate? Is this right. like? Or is it oh, just yeah. is it just an ur- urban legends that build up around objects because mm-hmm. and things it's a happen? Major coincidence, right? Yep, like there's a sure. bunch of paintings like that that uh, people talk about that are that are haunted or cursed oh, or um, different things. There's actually three famous ones. Um, one uh, one of the most famous is the Hands Resist Him painting, which is where the young yeah. boy is standing in front and of it's terrifying a on mirror, its own. Oh, yes, right, that boy or in front of a window. And there's hands yeah, the pressed up face. against Ugh. the glass behind the behind yeah. the door, and oh there's a doll God. next to him. Now, now, this, is there any history on this? There is, as a matter of fact. Oh. Glad you asked. I, me too. It was created by artist Bill Stoneham um, in 1972. Um, according to him, it represents the line between this world and the fantasy world, like with the doll being the guide. And all of the handprints on the door representing either past lives or other possibilities of your existence. Wow. That was his explanation of this terrifying go fuck yourself painting. <laughs> Seriously. Um, after the original owner, uh, an actor named John Marley, died, the painting was found and put on eBay in February of 2000. The posting said that the painting was haunted and that the characters moved around and left the painting, but it's never been verified. Um, the listing included a disclaimer absolving the seller from all liability, uh, and it's funny because because it was it it was it was originally like listed at one ninety nine, but because of this and the story, it it eventually sold for over a thousand dollars. Right? I was oh my say, god! To me, that seems Bumped like a way to jack up your price. Yeah, right. like you add a little flavor painting. to the right to the sauce. Um, it was bought by a gallery and it's now uh, in uh, a gallery called Perception in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So, you know, people said that if you looked at this, it would it would move or it was this. And there's no there's no proof. Film the I mean, painting. Show me a movie. A, a yeah, camera a camera on it. On it. Yeah. Give me, yeah. There's uh, the, 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 the the artist knows about this. He's heard about this and he, he thinks it's silly. Oh, the artist <laughs> is still alive. Yeah, well, uh, it was in 1972. You said, yeah, but I mean, he found out about this in 2000s, and somebody oh. contacted oh, uh, him, and, probably and, from the eBay thing. And, and he, he was, was like, like, "No way!" And he was like, "I don't know anything about that." That's what the what you demons told him to yeah. say. Um, the crying boy, which that is another painting. painting, 
Now, and it's sad anyway. Why would you get that painting? Well, it was said that um, Italian painter Giovanni uh, Bragolin. Oh, very uh, nice. Who, very nice name. Thank you. Yeah, right? <laughs> Good job. Good he pronounce. saw a boy crying, decided to paint it, painted this picture. And then over time, um, this painting was mass produced. It was something that was, mm-hmm. that was found. Now, the curse idea around this painting popped up because firefighters uh, throughout England, uh, Essex particularly, were finding these paintings in burned down houses relatively unscathed. Oh, that's so creepy. Mm, like everything's destroyed but the painting. Yes. Now, this is a, this is a, somebody has actually looked into this. Apparently there's a BBC radio show called Punt Pie. I guess. Okay. Uh, and one of the guys on there, um, I guess they're kind of a comedic research team too. Okay. So I, I'd be actually interested to uh, to actually see their their episode on this. But they concluded that the 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 paintings, the recreations, were actually coated in a varnish that made them fire retardant. Ah, there we go. They were mass produced in something that was fire retardant. Right, and they said that since they were hanging on the wall and the string that they were hanging with would burn first, then it would then fall, fall onto its face, lay face down where it would be relatively protected from the fire. Oh, wow. Right. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, hey, maybe curses aren't curses. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's not a haunted painting. Maybe it's just fire retardant and a a flammable string. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like if somebody was finding, like, the same bedspread throughout the, the homes the because it was protected spread. in, like, a, yeah, a flame-retardant starch co- <laughs> coating. Yeah. I'll take Scotch one. Guard. I'll take I'll it. Are you serious? That sounds good. That's a nice... So that's a million-dollar idea. Flame-retardant starch. <laughs> I need that. Now while, now, while the crying boy may be able to be debunked very easily, or maybe not. I mean, maybe that's one explanation. Maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just cast it aside. I mean, it sounds like it's debunked. There's a couple others that aren't. Um, most most famously is The Anguished Man, which oh, if you've never seen this, go ahead and Google that painting on your phones while I'm describing this to you. It's you a, no, I feel like you're sending us a it's scary. scary. I don't want to look face. at it again. See? It's a scary um, looking face. Do it. You put it in your search engine. I, I, <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> we'll do it again. Uh, the, it's owned by a man named Sean Robinson uh, from Cumbria, which is in uh, northwest England. Uh, this painting was apparently given to him by his grandmother. Uh, she didn't like it. I don't know why your grandma would have this painting, though. Like, when you know, look at this so painting, odd. I'm like, why the fuck did your grandma, <laughs> grandma own this it. painting? Where did she get it from? Oh, this is a nice painting. I'll hang this in my kitchen. Yeah. Have you seen it? Are you looking <laughs> yeah. at it? Oh, I've yeah, seen it's it already. I want to look at it again. Um, I don't want to Google it. But she gave it. Uh, she gave it to him just before she died. She actually was trying to give it away uh, to the family, but nobody else in the family wanted it. As the story goes, I can't now, imagine she, why. She tells him again, as the story goes, um, that, uh, and I don't know how she would know this either. Like I don't know. I don't oh. understand why she would know this. Yeah, that's <laughs> I just him. <laughs> See? Oh, you Google it right now, too, and have that. I have nothing about that. Oh, you kids, that. come have breakfast. But here's the thing. She then <laughs> told him that the artist had mixed his own blood into the painting and then killed himself after finishing the painting. The oh, Jesus. Yeah. Ew. But the 
that's the thing is like, how does grandma know this? And why does grandma have this painting? Like, why does your grandmother have this dead <laughs> blood painting? Maybe she painting? didn't know. Well, because she knew the story. She, she, she kept it away. Oh, my God. She I don't told the story. Well, where'd she get it? Who the fuck knows? It wasn't Grandma's in the description. Grandma's a little into, like, avant-garde it. art. I yeah, think. I don't know. She's a little edgy. Maybe it was an ex-lover. <laughs> yeah. Edgy grandma. It seems like that's where, like, old old bags get all their cool shit from. They're like, it was an ex-lover. He gave Lover. me this necklace. An ex-lover. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was you know a I mean? roaming artist. Like they, get, like, they have, like, their bundle of letters that they kept for years. Like, I like, still you know smell I mean? his <laughs> Yeah, like, musk creepy. upon them. Yeah. I'm um, going to think about grandma affairs now. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> With weird babies. Hey, she might have been in her 20s. Guess, guess what? Someday somebody's going to think that about all of us. Oh, <laughs> yes. Those gross old bastards. People think that about us now. I'm yeah, 40. Yeah, anybody think that about oh, me. Yeah. yeah, young people think that about us now. Um, now, here's the thing. Sean, once he owned this painting, said that he experienced nonstop paranormal activity. Everything from uh, noises in his house, doors slamming, bad dreams. Ooh, he even at one point said so, he was walking oof. up the stairs and had a thick, cold smoke surround his body oh. and then just disappear. Oh, my God. Now, also, if you're interested listeners you can go on the old youtube and search for it and there is video that sean has shot of this painting that's just the camera house, on the it the camera on it oh, and the, and there's video of it just sitting there and a door just slams really? while it's yeah mm-hmm. while on camera um you can hear noises and he says he's recorded evps you can find his stuff oh, on I youtube look, i didn't get to hear about that at stuff. this point at this point he's uh he's locked the painting up <laughs> smart move dude smart the painting's move. locked oh my up god um, See, and, like, why does that stuff matter, though? When something's know. cursed, like, yeah, why, why does it matter if, if it's, it's locked in a up box or, or some I don't know. shit? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it shouldn't, right? It, it shouldn't. feels like the curse right. could, like, go anywhere. Right, it should emanate. Yeah. You, that's Maybe a it good... has a radius. It's like a restraining order. Like, radius. it has to be, like, within 50 feet <laughs> I will curse you for all your generations. No, no! Oh, my curse doesn't work in here. Nothing can stop me except doors. (laughs) Oh, don't put me out. (laughs) Good thing we got rid of that curse. That curse will never get us in the attic (laughs) next to the Christmas decorations. Um, But there's other. Now, here's the thing is there's other uh, items out there that are supposedly cursed that don't only bring people bad luck or haunt them, but supposedly actually bring death with them. Ownership or uh, involvement with these things actually can kill you. Um, one of the most famous ones is the Busby Stoop Chair. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> a fascinating story. Um, a man named Thomas Busby apparently killed his, was it his father-in-law or his father? He killed a man with a hammer because he saw him sitting in his favorite chair. Oh. Uh, was convicted of this murder. And then, as a last request, he wanted to go to the pub, his favorite pub one more time and have a drink in his favorite chair. Um, and as sometime as he was sitting there, he exclaimed that, uh, may swift death come to any who sits in my chair. And he cursed the chair. Um, and it said that, that since that happened, like, an inordinate crazy amount of people have died after yeah. sitting in this chair. Like, how many deaths? Was it, like, in the... Uh, right now, it's over 60. Yeah, it's over say 60 it's like deaths. Over 50. That's insane. That's such a high number. And yeah. it's like, people will, will, like, sit in it and then go out the door and, like, 
go get in a car accident. Yeah, like, it's like Final Destination type deaths, yeah. like that movie. Now, but we, the like, chair is like not able to be sat in anymore, correct? No, it's like no, being, it's hung on a wall. Yeah, like smart, yeah, smart you place don't. to put it. And you know what? The funny thing is, is even if you, every skeptic out there who's going, fuck, curses aren't real. You won't the, sit in that chair, Yeah, sit in the fucking chair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go, like, fuck, go fuck no. with Annabelle. You're not <laughs> no. going to. Because there's a part of us that is extremely superstitious, yeah. and that's just who we it's are. Like, yeah, I feel about a Ouija board. Yeah. I, don't, I don't believe that they do that, but, but on the off chance you're not gonna that they try do, it. I'm not going to be the gonna, guinea pig. I don't yeah. want to be the one to figure it out. No, I'm good. Um, now, we did talk about this earlier, is that a good deal of the deaths that are associated with the Busby chair are servicemen. Mm-hmm. Who would come by the pub and sit in it to prove their metal and then go off to war? Yeah, so, so they're going to war. Yeah, so you, got like, a 50, you got a fifty-fifty. It yeah. wasn't like the guy who was like, "I'm going to go sleep in a pillow of down in a bed <laughs> full of comfort." No, it was guys who were on their way to get shot at. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Um, I just an- want him to take it down, like like for the anniversary, just like bring the chair down and just. More Somebody, people die. I want someone to be brave enough to just try the chair. And fucking you try. <laughs> fucking, you know I mean? fucking you do it. I know there's people out there that would be like, I'll do it. Zach, I mean, there's Zach tons of people who would do it. Old, sure. old Zachy Beggs will sit Take in me. it. I yeah. want you to kill me. <laughs> Go ahead. Kill me right now. <laughs> I like he's kind of Keanu Reevesy too. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and kill me, guests. <laughs> I don't even care. A... <laughs> oh, bless that Zach Bagan's heart. Awesome. I but love you know what? He's funny. Now, to <laughs> him, really to his credit, he now has his Vegas museum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's full paranormal of objects. paranormal uh, haunted he's got, like, objects. He's got Dr. Kevorkian's van. He's got yeah. Kevorkian's fucking van. That's yeah. pretty damn That's cool. badass. And I'm sure that all that shit carries the same kind of energy with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it so has to. We should just ask him, be like, buy that chair, bro. Yeah, I'm going to tweet it. I'm going to tweet out and be like, buy that chair, bro. Buy the Busby Stoop chair, bro. Sit in that chair, bro. <laughs> Sit in the chair, bro. Um, but there's other ones too that aren't aren't as uh, aren't as famous. There's the Bassano vase, which is a fascinating oh, yeah. story. Yeah. Um, the legend goes that this 15th century vase was given to a bride on the eve of her wedding, and she was killed that night while clutching the vase in her hands. And it's said that since then it's been passed down through her family, and anyone who's owned it has died soon after taking ownership. Oh, so creepy. Like, like. Just her family was just wiped out, and eventually it was buried and forgotten. And then it turned up again in 1988, as of all oh. things, with a note that said, "Beware, this vase brings death." Mm-hmm. It's me. I'm Warning. The vase. <laughs> You're the vase. <laughs> yeah. oh, 1988. God, ah! <laughs> the, the vase, vase is here. <laughs> Are you the keymaster? <laughs> I'm the gatekeeper. <laughs> but no, he he. So the vase is discovered. Um, now this note, the don't the beware the death note mm-hmm. was not included when it went to auction. Of course not. Oh, it was I just it was, like there was fine print so on the bottom of the vase. Also, was... there was a note that said and then vids. Yeah. I mean, they really glossed over the most important part of yeah. auctioning this fucking vase. Yeah. Off. Whoops. Um, and they said that the uh, the pharmacist who bought it. Died within three months. Oh. Like, within three months of buying this, he died. At least you could put flowers in it and use it at the funeral. Right? Every single time. (laughs) 
I feel like you shouldn't joke about the bizarro face. <laughs> no, I'm being like it. No, it's I was giving it credit. Oh, yes. Thank you, Bassano Vase, for your bestowing your beauty upon us. Now, three more deaths of new owners were tied to the vase until a desperate family asked the police to take it away, and it allegedly hasn't been seen since. Why don't they just crush it? Oh, no, don't. I'm just kidding. That, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I've heard a lot yeah. of, like, cursed objects. Crush. If you... It's also true with, like, Ouija boards and stuff. If you break them or burn them or destroy them or something, it releases the curse. Oh. So, like, it wouldn't work to put them in a cabinet or lock them in a, like, room or something. So, technically, you So, should... if you break the object, then the curse is, like, wherever. Well, here's a hard just, one to break. It's up there for grabs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, some of these things are probably fairly easy to smash and probably easy to part with. Mm-hmm. The one, here's one that you're not going to be able to smash that easy, and that's the Hope Diamond. Oh, yeah, the Hope Diamond. I had no idea there was so much around the Hope Diamond. The Hope Diamond, well, you pointed something out about the Hope Diamond that, um, that, because it's, I mean, for those of you that don't know, it's a, uh, a, a gem that is worth an estimated $250 million oh by God, itself. Oh, my God, it's gorgeous. There's stories that go back that, uh, it was originally plucked from the eye of an idol. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, that's why it was cursed. Eventually it was cut and reshaped and it was passed down from, uh, you know, rich person to rich person. To, uh, I mean, Louis the, Louis the what was it, the 14th owned it or one of the Louis, Louis CK, I don't know, somebody <laughs> fucking owned it at one point. But, like, anyone who owned it, even people who just wore it, uh, have suffered from everything from disgrace, public disgrace, divorce, financial ruin, uh, imprisonment. Even up to suicide, torture, lynching, and even decapitation. So crazy. Ugh. So crazy. Now the diamond exists in the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can go see it. Just like you can go see these things. Like, yeah. you know, I mean. Don't tap on the glass and yeah. taunt well, it, though. You fu- I can't, but you can't get anywhere near the fucking glass. <laughs> There's like probably like a six-foot barrier around that thing no that you kidding. can't get close to. It's a it's a big-ass, like, it's, I mean, an unreal-looking jewel. Oh, yeah. But you pointed something out that it was like the people who... Not to necessarily stereotype anyone, but it does seem like if you think about the these kind of people, I mean, because they talked about, like, you know, they suffered affairs and loss of money and things like that, and these are extremely wealthy people who kind of put themselves in those situations, if that makes sense, or are... Those situations are found commonly among those types of people. You know, it's like you're looking husbands for cheating it, on them, the, yeah. di- the divorce. You could you could fall into bad Murders times if you're the Murders, yeah. right, yeah, betrayal. Right, there's a lot of that yeah. that goes into it's fucking Dallas. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be called the Dallas Rich soap opera yeah. lifestyle. No, that's no hope. Diamond. And I thought that was a very good. <laughs> oh, the no hope diamond. Yeah. There you go. Hope yeah. is lost diamond. <laughs> Hopeless diamond. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> Somebody help me. No hope. No, no hope. But you guys, no, you're right. That's an absolutely good point. That, uh, that again, is it this diamond that's cursed or is it just the fact that it's surrounded by people right. who are living that lifestyle? Um, to me, I, I, I tend to, to lean on, on that side of things, but also at the same time, if you disrespected, if this was a sacred object and then it became the, just the thing of, that a rich lady could wear to a, you know, I could see how that would anger yeah. whoever, whatever God or energy or whatever that was, that was meant to, uh, 
that it came from. Yeah, right? Didn't Jack just give it to Rose at the end of Titanic? And then she threw it in in the the ocean. ocean. So that's where it's at. Wait, I thought the old lady threw it in the ocean at the end. (laughs) I went down and I got it for you, Brittany. And now Brittany has it. Oh, okay. So it's back to Brittany. It's back to Brittany. But there's other things that um, are a little harder to explain. The Myrtle's Plantation mirror is a good example of that. Yeah. Um, Myrtle's Plantation is one of the most haunted locations in the world. Uh, If you look up any top ten list of most haunted places, Myrtle's Plantation is on there. Is it Chloe? Is that her name? The the slave? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many ghosts. I just wonder what the famous one was. Yeah, there's there's so many. Well, uh, the mirror itself is is said to contain the souls of Sarah Woodruff and her children uh, after they were poisoned. That they kind of went into the mirror. And people say that if you look into the mirror, they've seen shadow figures moving in the mirror. They've also seen handprints showing up Ah, on the mirror. Good now, Lord. my thing is, like, are they showing up on the outside? Or are they, if, if like, I saw a handprint and it was on the inside like reverse, of a mirror, like you knew that it was I'd be this like, way. get the fuck out of here. You knew that it was, like, <laughs> You'd be like yeah. somebody the just palms, touched the it. Hands, the, yeah. the, the, thumbs, the thumbs, thumbs were in. in and yeah. I'd be like, yeah, no. Ooh. Yeah, so I don't know Again, about that. another place I wish that they would put a camera on the mirror. At all times. And just all leave times. it. Yeah, yeah. No, that would be cool, like a live stream. Yeah, and I you could understand why more haunted places don't do that. God, they, they, could probably, get, they would get so much traffic to their website. You pay, totally. just I'd pay $9.99 a month to f- have a live stream to, too, just to, to watch. the Velisca Axe Murder House Freak or yeah. Lizzie Burden or, or any, of yeah. the, any of the asylums, Rolling Hills. If I could have a just nonstop uh, you know, video access to yeah. Waverly Hills or Rolling Hills, yeah. do that, haunted locations. Um, gosh, oh, this was an interesting one. I couldn't believe that this was a real thing, the cursed phone number. Oh, that oh, one yeah. creeped me I that out. Was really weird. Yeah, it's a very easy phone number to remember. Do you remember it? It's like zero All eight. Eight, 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 yeah. eight, 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 eight. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep hitting it until somebody <laughs> says hello. Yeah. Um, but apparently, anyone who has owned this number since it was first issued in the early 2000s has died, including the CEO of a Bulgarian mobile phone company who died of cancer. Uh, some people believe he might have been poisoned. Um, a couple crooks. Uh, and a mob boss, uh, a cocaine dealing real estate agent. Um, now, now, again, they're giving these to yeah, some shady the people characters. Who have, like, yeah, nobody got this. Yeah, this is a school teacher. Yeah. Well, maybe don't. I mean, and and Jenny. These were all some very specific types of people. Again, who it, they could have thought they could like. Yo, is this still Vinny? No, <laughs> they fucking suck. Yeah. No, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe give it to people who aren't shady. Who are mob bosses? Yeah, like maybe drug dealers, yeah, mob bosses. Pins, like I don't know yeah. why they would have a weird death. <laughs> How could that what? Um, we talked about this one back in the uh, coincidence uh, episode, Quinky Dinks. Um, James Dean's car. Yeah. Oh, that's a crazy story. Now, we had talked about it as being a coincidence. You know, is it a coincidence that all these things happened or was it cursed? Well, from this, in this episode, we're going to talk about it as if it's a curse, because if you think about it, um, it really does seem like, like the entirety of this car down to the individual parts were cursed. Um, James Dean. So he died in 1955. Um, and it's interesting because a week before he died, uh, Alec Guinness, um, most of you know him as uh, Obi-Wan Kenobis from the Star Wars uh, movie. Um, he, would you remember what he said to him? 
What was he the just quote? said that the car was sinister. He was right. told him, yeah, him, he told right. him not to get in that car because he would be dead within a week. <sighs> and literally seven days later, he was dead. You yeah. gotta listen to Obi Wan. Yeah. Now has he <laughs> made any other premonitions that we? The... <laughs> You know that we should heed the warning to, or uh, he thought Star Wars was stupid. And that, that came true. Um, now here's the thing: is that so James Dean was killed. It was a horrible accident, from what I understand. Like he was fucked up. Like I, I don't think there's any pictures of James Dean's uh, the like the, the crash seat, like his his body or anything. Right. But you see the car after the car is just torn it's asunder. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, now. It seems like they had they parted it out. There's parts of the car that could uh, could be still salvaged. A doctor who bought part of the engine was killed in a race alongside another driver who had purchased part of the drivetrain. <laughs> so nuts. So, so nuts. So uh, the, a doctor had bought the engine and was in a race with another competitor who had bought a piece of the drivetrain. The guy, the doctor, crashed into a tree, and the other car, I think the dress rolled or something, and both of them were killed. They were both killed in that same race. Yes. Oh, um, my the God. Tires, from the car. That right. is weird. The tires sold from, um, from it blew and sent someone to the hospital. Someone who brought the transmission was injured in a crash. While the shell was being tr- transported, the truck crashed, which ended up causing the fucking... Um, the driver to fall out of the truck, and then the car slid off oh, yeah. the truck and killed him. What? That he was so the car just he, came yes, off the, the truck and got him. The car was on the bed. Oh, he crashed, fell out of the God. car, and was killed by the fucking car he was towing. Stop. So insane. That's that's some Final Destination <laughs> bullshit. That's the fucking opening where this car's just sliding at your face. <laughs> oh, my God. That is fucked up. That's crazy. Not to yeah. mention that it fell off of a, a display, and it broke like a, stu- like a, a kid's hips. It broke the leg of a mechanic when it slipped off the thing. I mean, and oh then when it was in storage, the, the storage facility it was in burned down. Oh my Oops. god! And now, um, uh, it's it's uh, it's basically disappeared. The location of it is unknown. Okay, so let me ask you this: because clearly, people believe that his it was a spider, correct? Yeah, a Porsche. Yeah, uh, Porsche, Porsche spider. five fifty spider. Yeah. Now people believe that it. It was what killed him, essentially, if that's what we believe the curse to be. Right. So then that would mean he would have gotten this car previously possessed. Pre-cursed. Yes. <laughs> that's on the little, A like, pre-cursed window A details. Pre-cursed. <laughs> pre-cursed Porsche. Pre-cursed Porsche. Yeah, I think Eric made a joke about getting a car fax on. Yeah. The car he, he, he made a joke about pre-cursed. something. So. But yeah, it would have been nice if he would have known that. Like, no, so where the did the car cursed? come from? Yeah, I don't and know. where if would there the was, curse have come I, you from? You know, I don't know if the history before the car was, is known. I, I don't. I didn't find anything. Obi-Wan picked up on it. Yeah. So uh, maybe there it. was something weird before. And that was years before he was a Jedi. That was <laughs> exactly. fucking 1955. That was a good 22 years early. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Again, we can say, well, is it because... You know, people who buy cars like this drive fast, drive reckless. Maybe. Or mm. it's fucking pretty weird. I don't know. Yeah, like it's that. weird because the car stands still and still gets people. Of that's like, and that's, a, that's of exactly all of the right. I, this one holds a lot of like. There's just so many connections. It's too much. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just too much. I mean, there's other ones, even famous ones that I think are probably pretty easily debunked, especially over with time and science behind them. King Tut's tomb is probably the most famous 
Tut's crap. Mm-hmm. The curse of King Tut. Do not yeah. open. Do yeah. not open the yeah. tombs. The seal is broken. But, I mean, it may not actually be real. Like, when you really think about it, rumors say that over 20 people who were involved in the excavation and who first entered the tomb died, including the financial backer, who died after a mosquito bite that he got became infected. Oh, has anyone ever had that happen before? I don't know. I mean, this might have been like if me if this I guess was in you Egypt. Like itch it open. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Wound. <laughs> right. those mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. my arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> this itches. I'm dead. <laughs> but the thing is, is that a lot of people say that some of the, the stories surrounding it might not have happened. Like some people say, like the first thing to die was the canary that was in the thing. Some people even say that it was like eaten by a cobra, and oh it's like God. get out of here. Now oh my. You know, that just sounds cool, though. Yeah, yeah like, right. Cobra. And then other people are like, no, the the bird lived, and they gave it as a gift. It was fine. Nothing. Like so, it kind of might be one of those things where like. Oh, 20 men. Oh, you know. Right. It does yeah, add a little, it does a add a little gravitas yeah. to the story of, right. of what this is. Scientists, uh, skeptics, uh, scientists, a lot of them attribute the deaths to a deadly fungus that was probably trapped in the tomb. Mm. That oh, they that? went, they open up, yeah, and think about that. That's if probably you've got, really true. If you've, got, if you've got a house that's filled with mold. Yeah. It it still has ventilation. It's not air fucking tight. Mm-hmm. But if you have an airtight tomb that has a mold or a virus yeah, or a it fungus can just inside, a rotting body in there. you open well, it, it up it was, and you but. walk in without a hazmat suit. Back then, it was just the guy in. I'm assuming like from the fucking the Rugrats where he had the the, the <laughs> safari hat and the shorts, yeah. and he would just go, "Let's go in, man. <laughs> no gloves or anything. Yeah, Let's yeah. handle everything. Shoes haven't been invented yet. <laughs> yes, and and so." You know, you just get a, ma- a lung full of fungus and you, I agree you die. With that. That. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, also, I mean, the, uh, the other famous mummy curse is Oatsy the Iceman. Yeah. Um, Again. Oatsy the Iceman. Again, they handled him without gloves. Like, who they knows? They picked him up <laughs> and carried now him that down. That's frozen in ice. True. Why would you not protect yourself? Like, there could be anything in there with him. Exactly. You, I mean, and it's a dead body from like on, how many years ago? On top of everything else. Right. But it's also like it's hard to go up and get him from where he was, which was basically he was found in the uh, Otzel Alps in Italy in September of 1991. Mm-hmm. But it would be hard, I can imagine, to to go like, all right, I got to put on my parka, put on everything <laughs> I need to not die yeah. in the weather. And then hold on, let me put a hazmat suit over it yeah. and then try to hike yeah. up the hill in that. Right. Yeah, you got to fucking I hope my mittens don't get dead guy on them. <laughs> That's kind of how you have to do. You don't let it thaw. Right. Um, I got dead guy on my mittens uh, again. Oh. What's on oh. your mittens? I hate this weather. What's on your mittens, <laughs> No, dead guy. He's fucking dead guy found. Whatever. I'll get him. I'll clean him. Uh, he's believed, he was believed to have lived around 3300 B.C. Um, and was preserved when a glacier uh, kind of formed around him after he died uh, it's it's said that after he was unearthed, seven people who were linked to the mummy have died, most of them in violent accidents, oh, uh, including a forensic pathologist who was killed in a car accident on his way to give a speech about the mummy. Oh. Keep your um, mouth shut. <laughs> I mean, does it? <laughs> Go spread the secrets about don't, the mummy. You keep Oatsy's mouth out your name, name out your mouth. I mean, like, doesn't doesn't he want like his story to be told? 
Apparently not. not. Well, why not? Well, then he shouldn't have been frozen in the glacier. He was a secretive mummy. He, he was. Some people say. In fact, the video we watched was saying that like he had he had a he had a wound to the back of his head, and also his genitals had been. Oh, that's right. Torn They're missing. Off, missing or what have you. So he's really. Bad. Although, couldn't, couldn't an animal get that? I mean, that's like a soft <laughs> tissue appendage right there that. It's perfect for snacking. It's like a cheese stick to him. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Polar bear. Yeah. Saber yeah. tooth tiger. Hey, look at this. Yeah. It's a, mm, it's a dick sickle. Mm. It's a saber tooth tiger toy. Mm. Delicious. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it also says a mountaineer uh, who was part of discovering him died in an avalanche. And the hiker who originally discovered the body later died uh, when he fell off a, a hiking path. Oh, wow. Although... Lifestyle, yeah. Again, that could be. It's hard to fall off a cliff if you don't climb one. Like, yeah, if you would have said so. a, a mountaineer died in a surfing accident, I yeah, would have exactly. the fuck like, out well, of here. Well, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But you died in an avalanche. <laughs> I'm guessing that happened mountain on mountains. <laughs> yeah, that happens. All right, guys, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, real quick. We're gonna come back. We've got a few, a few more to talk about, including uh, the famous Twenty Seven Club, um, a karaoke track that get, can get you killed in the Philippines. And uh, perhaps the bringing of Hitler was uh, was actually part of a curse when we unearthed uh, an ancient Mongolian warlord. Fascinating stuff. So stick around. We'll be right back. It's the Area 52 podcast. I like your dolls. My, my husband's coming back. Take whatever you want. Just, just get out. <laughs> Welcome back. Maybe turn your mic back. We uh, we ate Skittles during the break. <laughs> they were delicious. I'm still eating Skittles. I I yeah, had we more. Hear you. I had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get away. <laughs> All right. I had more Skittles. Than I expected. Now we're back. How, are you still are you still skittling yourself? I am not skittling. Don't say skittling yourself. Ah, <laughs> skittle. Are you a skittler? <laughs> a kid skittler. Kid skittler. <laughs> you like candy? No, actual candy. No, I love candy. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back, you guys, to the. Area 52 podcast. Thanks for sticking around. We just took a quick break. Uh, talking about curses today. It's pretty fascinating stuff. Um, one of the most interesting kind of predominant curses that exists uh, throughout the music industry is the 27 Club. Well, it's not even just music anymore. It's actually stretched into actors and other people, too. But it's it's kind of like this club of uh, of famous well, mostly musicians who have died at the age of uh, of 27. Including, uh, who, who are some of the people that are in that? Do you know uh, off the top of your head? Kurt Cobain. Kurt, okay. uh, Amy Jim Winehouse, Morrison. Jim, yeah. Right. Um, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix. Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin. Um, even most recently, uh, Anton Yelchin, who we talked about on the podcast, oh, who was yeah. crushed to death in his own driveway oh, by yeah. his own car. Oh, God. Wasn't there like a British pop star like back in 2000? There's been a bunch. Mm, that, I mean, to be honest, remember, there's there's literally like musician, 50 people on this list. Not all of them are, are as famous as some of the ones that you hear batted around, but quite a few people have died 
at the age of 27. Now, whether or not it's a curse or whether or not it's just, we, as we've talked about, it's like if you start getting into drugs and alcohol, you kind of start at a certain age. If you start even earlier, then it's a miracle you make it to 27. Yeah. But there's some people who, who kind of taper off because they grow up. And then that's kind of an age where, like, if you're really going to keep going deep, like, that's about when it would escalate. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I'd also heard that someone kind of looked into the actual (laughs) statistics of it all and that it was actually found that more like uh, the age of 52 was a more common death among musicians that they had in common, actually. It was something like. 52 or uh, something age, like. Yeah. But yes, it was actually a different age. That they Older, were, but still dying mm-hmm. young. For, right. For, for, probably uh, heart failure and things like Probably related to the same thing. Drugs mm-hmm. and things like yeah. that. The lifestyle. But yeah, that it was actually, if they took it and looked at the facts that more died in like the 52 club or something. It just mm. wasn't as cool sounding. Yeah, yeah 27 club sounds It cool. wasn't as cool <laughs> Heart sounding. attack is not as cool as OD. Right. And at that point, it's like when you die at 27, you get to be young forever. Right. Versus yeah. 52 yeah. is young, but it's like, man. Versus the 52-year-old bassist for the Eagles died yeah. today, and you're like, yeah, well. Yeah, you kind of get to be a martyr to the industry if, right. you, if mm-hmm. you die young. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's not even just uh, famous singers who, who can die of curses. Um, a phenomenon that has plagued the Philippines since uh, 2012, apparently, this is fucking nuts. Apparently, 12 people since 2002 have been killed after singing Frank Sinatra's My Way at a karaoke bar. Wow. Very weird. Now, was it because their singing was so bad? Or like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Listen to this. It, it, it's, I know it sounds ridiculous, what? all right, but it is such an issue that media outlets have actually covered this, and the song has actually been banned since. In one case, a man was actually shot while singing it. Oh, wow. On stage. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. By because... the club's security guard. Wow. What? The security guard, who was arrested after he shot the man, clearly, as you would be, <laughs> said that he was upset because the man was singing it so off-key. Oh, my God. And when the guy continued to sing it terribly, he took out his gun and he shot the man to death. Holy Tough critic. Wow. Shit. Now, one theory he suggests... He felt like he was just doing his job that night. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear I him? Was, it was for the security of the summer. <laughs> Did you listen to that? I'm keeping these people's ears safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh now, my god. In the Philippines, there is a uh culture of uh, that's a little more violent. There's a culture of machismo and karaoke is kind of a big thing and they oh. they they do, they do it there. So, I think that like there's a there's a low tolerance in some of these um for people who either sing songs poorly or choose boring songs <laughs> and that there's oh people who are like you don't you know, you don't fucking sing that song and they're like you know? They would hate Americans. I know they better not come to America and go to a karaoke yeah. night. Oh my god! But it might just be one of those things that, <laughs> That's like, all it is because it's such kind of a slow song, and if you can't sing it, you're in for a long fucking Ew, night. I can imagine someone <laughs> fucking up my way, and because it it's like seems... a six minute long song. <laughs> yeah, and I mean you got to hit that the big notes, and you yeah. know going in if it's going to be good. Right. So I could. I mean. Yes, I can understand, like, maybe here we would just get up and go get a drink. Maybe there you kill someone. I don't know. It seems yeah. seems excessive. Um, I mean, start with booing him, maybe. Maybe yeah. he did. Yeah. Maybe he <laughs> maybe did. throw a drink on him or yeah, something. Like, don't let's, kill let's, him. Like, let's have some stages to this, you know. <laughs> he went straight to... It escalated <laughs> He's like, where's my gun? Yeah. Sing better. Yeah. No. 
That was wow. how it went down. Um, this one, and this is the one that uh, you did bring up that you said was was probably your most favorite that we that uh, that we oh, it's so researched. Scary. So scary was the curse of Timur's tomb. Oh my god! Now Timur, I hope I'm I'm pronouncing that right. T i m u r Timur. Sounds was a Mongol me. conqueror who lived during the 1300s and founded the uh, Timurid Empire in Persia and Central Asia. Um, it is alleged that his tomb was inscribed with the phrase, when I rise from the dead, the world will tremble. Ooh. It is also said Whoa. that on his coffin was a second inscription reading, whomsoever opens my tomb shall unleash an invader more terrible than I. Whoa. Okay. And they did. So this was this was allegedly written on his tomb. Now, the excavation, which was ordered by Joseph Stalin. Yeah. The, the, uh, Stalin within uh, himself. Was. Yeah. It uh, was kind of a nut. Now, he was buried in, um, was it the U- the Ukraine? Somewhere yeah, in there. So. Uh-huh. so Stalin, who was the leader of Russia, goes down there and sends an excavation team. Within days of the tomb being excavated... By Stalin, yep. by the by the by Russia, Hitler launched Operation Barbarossa and invaded Russia, oh, which yep, essentially God. started the war. Yep. Oh. Oops. Within fucking days. Wow. Now here's the here's the uh, the the scary the scary thing. Tamir was then reburied. Years later, because they decided the curse was real, and they're like, "We got to put it back." Muslim uh, Islamic burial rites. Uh-huh. The whole nine, re-entombed, put down, respected. Mm-hmm. Literally days later, the Nazis lost the Battle of Stalingrad, which ultimately ended the war. What? Yep. So this... Oh, that time frame, the this, connection that, was right there. I have never heard this. This is so fascinating. And it's and, it, and I mean, there's nothing more to it other than they excavated him, the war what? started, they buried him, the war ended. Yeah, it was just <gasps> right there. Oh, my so, gosh. You can, I wow. mean, yes, it was a bookend to, to the war. Mm-hmm. So was it because of it? Or, again, was this just was the world's just the most timing? perfect timing that's right. ever happened? Right. Oh, my God. But it is interesting that he f- inscribes these things. The Russian government sends an excavation team. They dig him up. Hitler invades. Which now you have to go. Well, Hitler didn't go. You like wake up the, yeah. that morning and I'm go. I've got today. an idea. Right. Like this had been planned, but the timing of it yes. was fascinating, oh, so and crazy. the fact that they lost was fascinating. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting. Now there might be a philosopher, a historian who could go. Well, they dug it up because this is what was going on, and it was reintent. But mm-hmm. here's the. Oh, I'm telling you what we know. That's wow. that. It. That's what happened. Days too, not months, yeah. not years. Days. It's now, fucking wild. Can like, I mean, this is the thing. I feel like some of these dudes. I mean, the one guy was a murderer, and he, at the end of his uh, jail sentence or whatever, when he was going to get executed, decided that he was going to curse everyone if they sat in his chair and those kinds of things. And then you have this Tumur, who's like, "Well, this is going to happen." I mean, so can just like anybody shout out a curse at like the I don't know their death? Like, I mean, like how I don't do you, know. Where does that power come from? What the fuck? No, I'm with you. That's a very fascinating fact. I don't no, know. Like, yeah, I don't know where it comes from. Like, like if you have that we much just, negative like, energy, was like, just such a conqueror. Like, it was crazy to read about him too because he built a pyramid out of his victims' skulls because Whoa. he he got tired of carrying them around. 
because that was like their victory would like yes. wear the skulls and stuff. And they're like, oh, guys, there's just too guys, many skulls. There. We got to do something with the skulls. <laughs> so he was packing a temple's worth of skulls on his on his person. Well, I, I'm sure he had he, he had skull carriers. Yeah. So he just had his goddamn that. skull like entourage. He, like yeah. when you're going golfing. Oh, my Bring God. Bring my skulls. <laughs> Bring me, bring me my favorite skull. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he was just like ultimate conqueror. Like millions of people. Wow. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, I wonder. I mean, it's not like you. It's not even like people who are wronged, you know, in their lifetime at the end of their death, and and they get vengeance. You right. know, some of them, some of the curses. Yeah, I was gonna are. say they some do, of them are. They do follow yeah. that, but some of these are just like a bunch of dicks who get to keep being yeah. dicks after they're yeah. dead. Yeah. Or, or it's just all coincidence. No disrespect. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, he murdered millions of people. We need Excuse to be respectful me. of him. He had a pyramid of skulls. <laughs> um, now, okay, so not not all curses are, like, deadly, though. I mean, not all of them are, are going to kill you. Not right. all of them are going to ruin the world. There is some that are just kind of sad, but can probably be easily explained. There is something called the Oscar Love Curse, and it kind of says that... Uh, you know, it kind of shows that people who have won Best Actor, Best Actress, Oscars, have ultimately had their relationships or their marriages or whatever ruined. Oh. And I and social, you know, people who study human behavior kind of said, well, it's probably because of jealousy and social yeah, fame or and something. Fame and you know the attention given to somebody, it probably just pulls marriages apart. So I mean, I I don't know if that's a curse so much as. Maybe like it's a curse in the loosest sense and like, oh, shit, I won an Oscar. I better stay grounded. You know, like it's not like the Oscars will now take your wife. You know, it's not that (laughs) paranormal or anything. Right. Um, And it's and it's it's interesting because there are times when instead of following objects or instead of following incidences, curses seem to follow families, seem to Mm -hmm. follow Brothers and sisters and sons and fathers. Uh, Bruce and Brandon Lee, for example. Oh yeah, both oh, yeah. a good one. Both and and I mean, you could we could t- literally talk about Bruce Lee for an entire episode. Oh, but easily. I mean, Bruce Lee's death. He he had a headache and he took a pain medication and died. Yeah, that that's was it. it. To, had an adverse reaction to pain medication. Some people believe he was poisoned. Some people believe he had. You know, he, there was the triad was involved mm-hmm. or the movie. Yeah, there was a million conspiracy theories about Bruce Lee's death, and we could get into that. Um, you know, I don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole, but he was, that's all that happened. He had a headache, he took a pill and, and he, and he died. And then his, his son, we all know famously, Brandon Lee died on the set of the crow when a prop gun backfired and shot him for real. Yeah. But now wasn't it interesting, didn't like. Didn't something happen like in a, in one of Bruce Lee's movies where if something yeah. like happened? Happened in Game happened? of Death. Yeah, Game of yes, Death. Yes, and then it actually happened in real life. In how real life, a in person the movie. was a, pro, a, a person was shot with a prop. Yes, mm-hmm. and then yes. it happened in real life to his son. Yes, yeah, yes, and yeah, and and uh, that is weird. And the Crow is still. I mean, it was another one of those movies where it's like it was elevated by that legend. It was a great movie, but. I, I mean, Brandon Lee's death because of it. I mean, really, it made it a cult classic. Yep. Something yeah. that really stuck with people. I mean, and, and both of those guys. I mean, it's an interesting. It's an interesting legacy. It was cut short on both ends. Yeah. So it's it's really Super too bad. Sad. Mm-hmm. Um, other other families. I mean, famously the Kennedys. Oh my God! Uh, I mean, the poor Kennedys. They've seen Woo! so much death. We've talked about the death of of, of John F. Kennedy. Um, but I mean, in addition to that, Robert F. Kennedy, his brother, was assassinated mm-hmm. uh, on his way to becoming uh, probably a very successful senator. Yes. Um, 
you know, uh, was one of them in a plane crash, like heading to Martha's? Well, G- well John. John F. Kennedy Jr. was yeah, killed in yeah. a plane crash, yes. which is another. We should do a t- an episode on John F. Kennedy because Jr. Because a lot of people oh, think no that kidding. he was like in, trying to stop Hillary's, right? Wasn't well, there it? was all sorts of there's all sorts of conspiracy theories that are tied into that that people wanted him dead, or that mm-hmm. that, yes. that 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 if with him out of the way, there were other people who could run for New York Senate, the yeah. Clintons, or yeah, things or like that. But like that. it's it's a fascinating thing. But yeah, he was killed. But in in addition to that. Um, there were other brothers and members of the Kennedy family. Michael, brother Michael, died in a skiing accident. Ted Kennedy uh, killed his girlfriend. Oh, God. Um, while he was driving drunk, he drove off a bridge, and she died, and he left the scene, mm. which yeah. ruined his political career forever. Yeah, Ted Kennedy was never the scene the same. Yeah. And then even sister, sister Rosemary, this is probably the saddest story, Rosemary Kennedy, uh, Joseph's one of Joseph's daughters, who was known to be a little precocious, hyperactive. Maybe she was on the cusp. Maybe she was autistic or something, or had a, you know, just some sort of disorder. Anyway, he, back then, because it was, you know, they were a prestigious family. He went to have her lobotomized. Oh, so and awful! It oh botched it and turned her into basically a a, a vegetable, a vegetable oh with really my God. with really ba- like no intelligence, like the intelligence of a third grader. Oh. And so she was institutionalized and lived her life in an institution. Because oh her father gave gosh. her uh, ordered her to have a, a, bo- a botched lobotomy. Yeah, like and lobotomies this, can never go well, <laughs> right? You know? And this is what this is what yeah. I mean. This family was just. I mean, it does seem, you know, they were a prestigious family, and prestigious families often have secrets. But I mean, there was a there, there was a lot of death in that family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Likewise, yeah. in uh, one of one of the most famous wrestling families, the the Von Erichs. Mm, yeah. Um, uh, just a, a tragic story. They were one of the biggest wrestling families in all of texas they ran texas pretty much i mean the von erics ran texas like five of them right yeah there was and uh out of all of out of all of those brothers well there was originally six and out of all of them only one one is still alive Um, the firstborn son jack jr was electrocuted when he was six jesus oh my gosh uh then the first brother the older uh, when they had gotten older to die david died when he was wrestling in japan in uh 1984 some people contend that it was a drug overdose. Some people contend that he died, which the, the coroner's report said that he died of a stomach infection from eating contaminated food. Oh. Hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, uh, Mike, Chris, and Carrie, the other three brothers, all committed suicide. That's so crazy yeah. to me. It's uh, really sad. sad. Which either says it's a curse, you know, you go, yeah. well, it's a curse, or this family had an extreme... Depression. Yeah. Something happened in their upbringing. Yeah. They said that they lived to kind of impress their father. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I mean, the wrestling business alone kind of eats you up and spits you out um, if, if you let it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, well, it's hard on you. Pills. There's, I was going to yeah. say, like, mm-hmm. it's it's such a physical uh, natured sport that, yeah, you're you're always sore and you're yeah, you're going to be reliant injuries. on those things. Oh, and, God. and I feel like there's this um, air of human pride that is about the wrestling ring where if for any reason you become less than you ever were, it hits you so hard. Oh, you know what I mean? Because yeah. those are some of the highest highs when you're out there and the crowd is cheering for you yeah. as an individual. I mean, that's such a good feeling. And if you can't do it anymore. Performers know that feeling. And, and also, I mean, like there's a there's a bravado of like, I'm, I look like this. My well, right. Yeah. Like, I'm Even if you, if you get injured and you can't work and out. You can't do and it anymore. The same, yeah, like, and you, you start changing yes, or something. you can become easily Oof. depressed. So I think that oh, it can sad. go in with the business, to be honest. But... Yeah, uh, Chris, um, 
Yeah, Mike, like I said, Mike overdosed in 1987. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris shot himself in the head in 1991, and Carrie shot himself in the chest in 1993. Oh, Jesus. And then, Not that far apart. No, yet. I mean, it was oh, it was God. back-to-back for the family. That's so sad. Um, one, one interesting curse that I had never really heard of was the curse of Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, I, I oh, didn't read that? about this one okay, actually. This? Apparently, and it's not—it's not a thing. It's more like reaching, like we've talked about, yeah. those the tenuous strings that we grasp at. But apparently, before their untimely deaths, Patrick Swayze, Jim Varney, John Ritter, and Bernie Mac all starred in movies with Billy Bob Thornton. Oh wow! Whoa. So it's it now. It's kind of like a, a six degrees of Kevin yeah, it's Bacon. It's like a deadly Kevin yes. Bacon game. Because <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have been in movies with Billy Bob Thornton, mm-hmm. and they're not dead. Yeah, they're okay. So for now, eventually <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone there. that's been in a movie with Billy Bob Thornton is gonna fucking die. Um, but that, and that, and that kind of leads us to uh, our final little stretch here, which is I just want to talk real quick about a few of the famous and any and again any one of these we could literally go into on their own. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a few of the famous cursed movies that have existed throughout time. Um, the first one, which I thought was interesting, because it's one that that nobody's ever seen and you never will because it's never gotten made, is a movie called Atuk. Uh, it's a movie so cursed that every single actor who has ever been attached to the role of the lead role of a tuck oh, has died. Oh, it's crazy. Don't read for that movie. Don't Anyone, read for don't this movie. Read for it. The the uh, the actors who have been attached to this movie have included John Belushi. Started with John Belushi. Mm-hmm. Then it went to Sam Kinison. Mm-hmm. Then John Candy wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And finally Chris Farley. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now again, we're going, okay, we're looking for a certain type. Yeah. Yeah. These people, but I mean, let's face it, like you know, John Belushi, he died of an overdose. Sam yeah. Kinison died in a car crash. John Candy died from, what, a heart attack. And Chris Farley died of a drug. Like, none of these guys died of the same thing. They yeah. were bigger guys, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's still a really fascinating thing. And now Crazy. this movie What is probably, the movie about? It's about a, an Inuit who comes to New York. Like an Eskimo? An Eskimo in New York. That's it? Yeah, it's not like a... It's Maybe like it's a, like an Eskimo curse. What the? Maybe they're just offended. Well, but yeah, it's not like this necessarily has something to do with anything sacred. And there are movies like that. I mean, there are movies, you know, like for instance, The Passion of the Christ. Oh my God, that was crazy! Oh my gosh, yeah, this struck by lightning. Yeah. Well, Jim Caviezel, uh, uh, who played Jesus, Uh was not only struck by lightning, but he also dislocated his shoulder while carrying the cross. He got pneumonia, a lung infection, and skin infections from the makeup he was wearing. Oh, and had a, t- a chunk of his flesh pulled out during a fake whipping scene. Oh, the fake whipping scene. Oh. Jesus. So maybe, he endured everything. Maybe, oh, don't play, maybe don't play Jesus. Oh, In fact, there's God. probably a few characters you shouldn't play. Um, there was a movie famously called The Conqueror where John Wayne played Genghis Khan. I mean, oh, that's I mean, so they, racist. They, ta- they had his eyes taped. So so, they taped his they eyes. They did, Google yes. Genghis Khan, John Wayne, and look at how awful it is. <laughs> so and embarrassing. Then, no, and his voice. Is, he didn't change it. Yeah, he did it. He did his well, voice. Well, we're going to go and get all the Mongol warriors. It's amazingly awful. Yeah, it's oh terrible. <laughs> it's, I didn't know this. Now, here's the thing. Did you know? Well, you didn't because no, you didn't know about I this. No, I didn't. But the, it, the movie was filmed in St. George. Yeah, it was filmed oh, in. Uh, here? What's the canyon down there? Um, uh, St. George Canyon, Salina Canyon. <laughs> no, or... I, I, can't, I can't remember what they were. What they said it was, but anyway, they were, they filmed it in this little valley, which was downwind from a nuclear testing ground. Yes, and they 
they said that out of the 91 or out of out of the 221 220 people who worked on the movie 91 people eventually died of cancer jesus so almost half like 44 percent oh my um, now, so, some researchers show that if you take the time and the age of the victims, like it was an acceptable number of cancer deaths in a greater study. I guess. But That's almost half, though. It yeah. still kind seems like an excessive Where amount is this, can, this nuclear power plant now? Well, it's a power. It was a testing ground. It was yeah, where they, they were testing bombs and it was down from actual yeah. ra- fallout, radioactive I gotcha. fallout. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, you know, there's, there's some, uh, there's the Superman curse. Oh yeah. Maybe maybe don't ever play Superman. Yeah. Um, it's believed that the curse seems to follow actors who've played Superman. First off, George Reeves, who played Superman on TV and was shot in the head in 1959. Uh, it was ruled a suicide. I read about this death. It was really fascinating. It was ruled a suicide. Um, but some people believe that he was either murdered or accidentally shot, and they covered it up because there was a party at his house. And the rumor is that people showed up at his house late. And he was trying to sleep, and he came downstairs and was like, what the fuck is all this noise? And then he, like, eventually had a drink and then went back upstairs because he was pissed off or whatever. And then the people at the party heard a gunshot and went upstairs and found him on the bed, like, naked, flopped back with a gunshot, and he was dead. Wow. What? However, they found the bullet that killed him in the ceiling because, like, he had shot himself upwards. But they found two more bullets from the same gun fired and stuck into the floor. Oh, weird. And nobody at the party said that they had heard a second gun or second or a third gunshot. And maybe they he said firing the people it. at the party had delayed calling the cops hmm. because they were inebriated and in shock. Hmm. So hmm. it could have been that like somebody at the party killed him, yeah, or shot him, and then everybody was like, "Okay, guys." We got to come. You did it. Mm-hmm. But the I don't know. A clue. It's interesting. That is so, a weird story. you know, hey, what are you going to do? Also, Christopher Reeves, yeah. who was paralyzed so after playing. Both their last names are Reeves and Reeves, Reeves right? Yes. And even if you don't get something physically that happens to you, there's also the, the just the curse of your career. Many people who have played him, including Tom Welling, Brown and Routh, Dean Kane, all their careers fell away after you play Superman. Mm. Um, look at Henry Cavill. That guy's not really getting a bunch of movies other, either. Other. Either <laughs> he um, was in Batman versus Superman, though that might be why. <laughs> well, yes, because it was that movie. Because <laughs> it was so terrible. <laughs> we're like, we don't want to get any more. You know, um, I kind of just wonder, like, if it's a, a matter of like being seen as almost like I mean, he's Superman. Like, you're right. like the highest you can kind of be. Yeah, I but wonder I mean, if it's like. Well, I mean, if people you can play go, other people. yeah, but people are not going to buy it. Like you go, oh, that's Superman. Like but it's I'm weird like, to see him coming down off of his sure, celestial but I mean, you can play to be a Batman or or any of the other superheroes, yeah, Iron Man. Okay. Or... Mm, yeah, but then you'd see Batman playing Iron Man, and that no. What I'm weird. saying is like like Christian Bale can go do other shit. I mean, he played Batman for 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 a bunch of years, and he he yeah, goes but... into does other shit, even if he hasn't, even if he played it longer. You know? Where's a mask? Uh, now we're going to get down a whole nother. Okay. Well, the, uh, the, uh, actually, Clark Kent is the mask that Superman wears in the. Um, yuck. The twi- uh, let's just move on. The Twilight Zone movie was, oh, uh, was a the fascinating one. It was um, Vic Morrow uh, and two young Vietnamese actors were actually killed when a helicopter caught a wire and crashed during a scene oh, they were filming. Terrifying Vic, death. And another one of the actors were decapitated by the rotator blades, oh and the other gosh. young girl was crushed by crushed. the helicopter yep. wreckage. What's interesting is that Morrow had taken out a 
$5 million life insurance policy a year earlier having a pre- after having a premonition that he would die in a helicopter crash. That's so <gasps> weird to me because it was a oh, helicopter crash. Creepy. I got chills every yeah. minute. Ooh. Um, and then, you know, then probably three of the most famous scary movies of all time carry three of the biggest curses. And that's uh, first up, Poltergeist. Yep. Poltergeist uh, thought to be cursed because the filmmakers used actual human remains. Oops. Yeah. Maybe don't use actual human remains. The act, the actors didn't know. They they were interacting with real bodies. Interacting with a oh, skeleton, and they had no idea it was real. Disclosure. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. It's it, along with that note at auction. Yep. They, that's yeah. that's right up front. <laughs> um, but I mean, it says the production was plagued with issues. Uh, you know, things that happened, accidents. The the little clown doll that strangles the the kid yes. actually ma- malfunctioned and ended up actually strangling that kid. So what? scary. Um, it did, oh yeah, it really choked him. Uh, multiple cast members have died, including both the daughters from the movie. Dominique Dunn, who was the older daughter, was actually strangled to death by her boyfriend, and Heather O'Rourke, who played the younger daughter, uh, actually died from septic sock- shock after a botched operation. Oh, sad. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Actually, and that's an, an interesting thing. People will point this out, that it was like she died... On the date, like there's a, I guess a there's poster a poster in hanging room. in his it's room. Like a Super Bowl one, right? but it's like for three years bef- after the movie. Like it was three. It was yeah. They put it in the future. It was in the future, um, and she died like on the date of that Super yeah. Bowl or something. Yeah. It was really interesting oh, wow. coincidence. Yeah, I don't know the details, but we can talk about that another time. The Exorcist almost had too many incidences. Oh, to it was name. crazy on the Exorcist. Um, both Ellen Burstyn and Linda Blair. Had severe back injuries mm-hmm. on film. Both mm-hmm. of them are still in there. Uh, the scene where Ellen Burstyn gets thrown across a room, she she really fucked her back up. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kept the take. Her screaming is her being in pain. And the oh scene where God. Linda Blair's getting whipped up and down on the bed, yeah. the Ugh. harness broke and it, it uh, fucked her back up. And so she's really Poor screaming girl. in pain too oh in that scene. Oh my gosh. And they um, left it in the movie. Yeah, because fuck, it's uh. the 70s. Um, also, there was a lot of deaths that happened. Um, Linda Blair's grandfather died while she was filming. Max von Sydow's brother died while they were filming on the first day, even. Um, also, this is interesting. The the actress who played the voice of Pazuzu, the demon, her name was Mercedes McCambridge. Her son murdered his entire family and then killed himself years later. Wow. Oh my God. I did not know that and one. And she just played oh. the fucking voice. The voice. Wow. And uh, granted, it is a creepy voice. It is a but... creepy voice. And finally, um, perhaps maybe the most famously cursed movie of all times, The Omen, uh, a, a, a production that was literally being told by the by the universe, don't make this movie. Um, it's it, <laughs> multiple planes carrying members of the cast were struck by lightning. So crazy. Gregory oh Peck's plane God. was struck by lightning. The director's plane was struck by lightning. Yep. It's separate incidences. Three Ugh. separate planes How were struck by lightning. How often does that even happen? Exactly. I wish Eric was here to answer that for well, me. Yeah. <laughs> um, not only that, another plane, which was carrying members of the crew, crashed shortly after takeoff into a crowded road, killing everybody on the plane and the road. Jesus. What? There's so much death. Oh, we're not done. Lead actor ah! Gregory Peck's son died during the filming, and uh, eerily, I mean, this is probably the most e- eerie one of all. The special effects supervisor on the film was involved in a car crash um, that actually decapitated his girlfriend, very similar to the way that the guy gets decapitated in The in, Omen. With the big glass oh, thing. With the glass. Oh, my God. 
it gets worse. This happened on Friday, the 13th of August. Oh, no. And when he crawled out of the wreckage of the, of the car crash, they found that this had happened near a, near a, a sign that read Omen. It's, it was German, I believe. O-M-M-E-N. So Omen. Omen, yeah. 66.6 kilometers. Oh, that's Holy nuts. That's fuck. so nuts. Now. First off, don't have that sign. Right. German. Omen 666. Yeah, it seems. <laughs> Change it to 66.7 or something. Or just don't have the point on there, yeah. maybe. Just oh, my right, God. Either, more even numbers. But, I mean, that now, to me, like, the, the date of the crash happened. It was Friday the 13th. I. So nuts. I wonder if this is another one of these. And then he crawled out of the wreckage, yeah. and her head was still alive. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, he, the, like the story's built over time. Right. I don't know. It's hard to say. But what you can't deny is that there does seem to be an overall kind of sense of even if they're even if they're not real, even as skeptical as you want to be about any of these, I still don't want to take the chance. Exactly. Yeah. I'm still not going to talk any shit. Nope. I'm still going to go, okay, I will be a skeptical believer on these. I think some of them can be explained fairly easily. I'm still not going to risk it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Do you guys uh, Do you guys believe in curses after everything we've talked about? See the lights just dim as we said that just yeah. a mm-hmm. second ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Super scary. Super scary. <laughs> so what do you think? After all that we've talked about today, do you believe in curses or do you just think they're all coincidences? The James Dean one and his car is, that one is pretty, pretty astounding to me. The parts and everything. It just everything, seems, it everything seems connected really. to the car. The way that the deaths happened. It reminded me of when we talked about um, the creepy Bronco horse stallion statue that's outside of the Denver International Airport and yeah. about how um, just weird things like, you know, its foot fell off and, and, like broke a guy's leg and just weird, weird stuff surrounding the actual object itself. And I think I think that that that's kind of like with any of these things, when you have an inanimate object that carries some sort of menace to it, whether yes. it's a car, a doll, a painting, a vase, mm-hmm. even it's not so much what it looks like, but it's the feeling that it gives you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like Alagana said, there's a there's a feeling about this. There's a feeling about that weird horse. There's something about that painting I don't like. Oh yeah. Um I don't know. I uh, I think trust your instincts when it comes to these things. I think my favorite that we talked about today, I'm going to agree with you, was probably mm-hmm. Tamir. Oh, it's crazy. Weird. It might, so be, crazy. A co- it might be a coincidence, mm-hmm. but also, was this responsible for World War II? I've yeah. never heard of that. That's yeah. pretty it's fascinating. interesting theory. It's, it's interesting to think about. Yeah. I mean, we're not trying to disprove monsters. We're not trying to disprove beings. We're just trying to disprove incidences that may or may not have all been tied together. That's yeah. all it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's a coincidence or whether it's a... I was trying to wrap that up, and my mic just fell oh, away from me. We, before you wrap it up, because I'm sure you'll say something very eloquent, and I don't want to follow it with a bunch of... So, <laughs> Mumbus Jumbus? Yes, I was just going to say two things I forgot to mention on the last Please. two podcasts. On iSpy, we forgot to mention Alexa. That was something I wanted to bring up. Oh, the yeah. Alexas that are, or the Echo, the Amazon Echoes. That right. Are, oh, the things uh, you talk to? Is it a to? Google Echo? I don't remember. But yeah, the Echo or the Alexas mm-hmm. that are in your home that are consistently listening to things. And one of my friends actually pointed out to me that they had actually thought that it would be a um, potential witness in a murder case because it had heard 
possibly a murder. It was near where a man's dead body was found. So they ha- this man has to turn his Alexa over for the information for that may be stored within it. Alexa, yes. do you wow. swear to tell the truth, yeah. the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? <laughs> yes. I do. Yes. I do. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting. We'll, yeah. we'll look into that yeah. one as the, as the cool. story kind of expands. Yeah. yeah. And then Way the other cool. thing I was going to mention was from our Disney one that I, we, I don't think we spoke about was in um, one of the, I don't know if it's Rescuers or Donald Duck, Things he is inside the doctor's office and so there's ducktails in ducktails. Okay, so um, he's inside a doctor's office and there's what appears to be an eye chart over on the wall that's been illustrated in. You know that has like the regular like biggie and all that kind of stuff on it. Um, but for a couple of frames, it actually says "Ask about Illuminati." Like yeah. spelled out with the letter. Yes. Yes. Oh big, like God. like a big A, like you know, ask about Illuminati. Oh, so that's crazy. also very interesting that I, we forgot to mention yeah. within the Disney. Wow. Episode. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Melissa? I believe in curses. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, little curses, big curses. I all across the board. <laughs> I'm kind of superstitious. Maybe so. th- maybe we're gonna think twice before we start bringing items home from my antique stores. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Them. No is antique this, stores. Is this tray cursed? No. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm with you. I believe. I think that it's uh, it's part of our human nature to be a little superstitious. Mm-hmm. But are all these things the result of a paranormal curse? Are they the result of someone putting all their negative energy into a chair or into a painting, or are they just Bad luck that all seem to have ties back to a doll. It's hard to say. I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what you think. Are curses real? Have you experienced them? Do you know anybody that's cursed? We'd like to hear from you. Again, please reach out to us and follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, You can listen to us as you are probably now on either iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, any of the podcast apps, or listen directly at utahpodcastnetwork.com. So on behalf of Danny, on behalf of Melissa, and everyone here at the Area 52 Recording Facilities, thanks so much for joining us. And hey, we'll see you next time. And this near and so I face the final curtain my friends I said clear I state my case of which I am certain I've lived a life that's full of blue eyes I traveled and every highway and more and more much more than this more than this I did it my